bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western theater. Tripping along, singing a song under a Western moon. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater, starring America's great Western singers, Foy Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, the riders of the Purple Sage. I want to drink my java from an old tin can while the moon goes riding high. I want to hear the call of the whippoorwill. I want to hear that coyote cry. I want to feel my saddle horse between my legs, riding him out on the rain. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his step and pride Out on the Texas My dreams, somehow it seems I'm back where I belong. Just a country hick, way back in the sticks, back where I was born. The city life and the city ways are driving me insane. I want to be alone, I want to be back home, out on the Texas plain. I want to drink my java from an old tin can while the moon goes riding high. I want to hear the call of the whippoorwill, I want to hear that coyote cry. Thank you, friends. The number of songs written about Texas always amazes everybody but a Texan. And a Texan can't understand why there should be music about anything else. Oh, that doesn't mean folks down there don't listen to other songs. They do. Some out-of-the-state fellas always putting a nickel in a jukebox and filling the air with music the rest of the country regards as pretty good. This one, for instance. No one to cry to. No one to cry to. No one to say goodnight. No
In the days of the early West, an Easterner was usually viewed with a certain amount of contempt by the saddle-toughened, range-hardened cowpokes. And many an Eastern dude spent a lot of energy trying to prove he was tough enough to handle ranch chores. Undoubtedly, plenty of them took their meals standing up for a while after trying to prove they could sit astride a bronc all day. Well, today, whether you eat your meal standing up or sitting down, you're sure to enjoy fine Weber's bread. You see, Weber's bread is well-mixed and well-baked. It has a distinctive flavor, a golden brown crust, and a firm, even texture that makes for really good eating. Weber's bread, served as toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch, or with the evening meal, really does become a substantial part of the daily menu. Perhaps you're already a Weber's bread fan, but if you're not, buy a loaf the next time you go marketing. You'll like it. You can't get away from it no matter where you are. I'm talking about Texas music. Here come the riders of the Purple Sage with Going Back to Texas. Going back to my good old Texas home, 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 down by the sleepy Rio Grande, where the lonesome turtle dove is breathing and the moon is shining on the sand. Going back where the longhorn cattle roam, 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 where your best friend is your bronco and your gun. And I know I'll never more be leaving. Texas, home, my random days are done. Started out from Texas about a year ago. Started out to make myself a name. Going back to Texas with a heart that's sad and sore. My weary feet are getting mighty lame. Going back to my good old Texas, home, home, home. Down by the sleepy Rio Grande. Where the lonesome turtle dove is breathing. And the moon is shining on the sand. With a long run cattle roam, roam, roam Where well, your best friend is your bronco and your gun And I know I'll never more be leaving Texas home, my rambling days are done A trail is a cowboy's home, his world A dream is a longing, a wish No wonder the West takes this song to its heart the riders of the Purple Sage feature the voice of Al Sloy as they sing Trail Dreamin'. Some sudden twilight's fallen I've been on the range all day I realize I've been told
and the riders of the Purple Sage to tell us another of their adventures in the West. This week, they've called their story Scotty Sees the City. The West is a place of fertile plains and green mountains, but the West also has canyons and ridges sprawled and silent like giants suffocating in the heat. A coyote will howl at the edge of this desert. A rattler or lizard will skim over the rocks that are warm even at night. A bird... Lost and off its course, venturing into the furnace heat of the air, must choose between turning back quickly or dropping to the sand. When a man essays into the place of the dead, it's to look for gold. When he returns, his walk is stiff, his movements slow, his eyes red slits. The three vagabonds, the riders of the Purple Sage, know such a man. Scotty is his name. Scotty once sacrificed the gold it took years to dig in order to avenge the death of his burrow. But that was some months ago. You know, getting that message from Scotty has kind of set me to worrying. You suppose something was wrong that he wants to see us? Well, there's just one way to find out for sure what's happening now, and that's to ride on into camp and let him tell us. Fire's mighty comforting this evening, seems like. Yes, it is, Scotty. Yes. I, uh... Uh... Rode into town the other day. Bought me a tablet of writing paper. Read a letter. That so? I had a few sheets of paper in my pack, but they was kind of smudgy. Oh, I didn't get around to telling you fellas I went to Kansas City last month, did I? Scotty. You did? Honest? Yes, sir. For as long as I can remember, I used to dream about striking it rich, taking my pokes of gold and getting on a train and going somewhere. Well, I... I've done it. Good for you. Well, does that mean you struck a rich, Scotty? Fifteen hundred dollars. You should have saved your money, Scotty. Saved my money? What for? You think it'd buy anything better than I bought? Why, I sat down to a table on the train right while it was going and ate my supper. The fella treated me just like I was a king. He put more knives and forks and spoons and dishes in front of me than a whole family would get dirty at one meal. And uh, that was all for me. He even saw to it that my drinking water was cool. Kept dropping little cakes of ice into the glass. And I tell you, boys, that beef you set in front of me wasn't no ordinary steer. And them vegetables wasn't growed in plain dirt. I took a spoonful, and for a minute I thought I had a bite of paradise. Sure glad you had a good time, Scotty. I couldn't have bought anything better if I'd saved my money clear till Judgment Day. In all the week, there was only one minute when I was uncomfortable. And it more than likely gave me as much happiness as I ever had. Well, that's great. I... I sent for you fellas because I wanted to see you real bad. But since you come, I've been doing nothing but beating around the bush. Take your time, Scotty. Truth is, I'd like to treat you boys to a little trip, same as I had. Kansas City. Treat us? Well, hey, now, Scotty, when do we leave? Wait a minute. 
You can't afford anything like that, Scotty. Uh, when I was there last month, I walked up to the counter at the hotel. I had a tie on. I'd stopped and bought me a nice shirt. Wasn't wearing a thousand miles. But the fellow in charge could tell that I wasn't one of the smart fellows he was used to dealing with. He asked me to pay in advance. Well, I I was out a dollar, so I pulled out a poke of gold dust, same as I do here at home. And I told him to weigh out enough to pay for the room. A couple of folks standing around kind of laughed. A little, not much. The fellow himself got real curled up at the lip. Said nothing but money was acceptable. I didn't know quite what to do, because it was late. Most places was closed. And then a, a woman stepped up from somewhere. I'll pay the bill, clerk, she says. And this gentleman can give me the gold. I'm always glad to get gold. She laughed a little. She said it, and so did the fella. I turned around. I tell you, boys, she was as comely a woman as you ever saw. Not young, not old, but elegant. Awful elegant. Go on, Scotty. Huh? Oh, well, I, I don't know how it happened, but we got to be friends. She'd let me take her to supper nights. And afterwards, she'd ask me to take her to one of those fancy establishments where there was real live musicians and actors. She'd dance away with somebody. They'd be giggling and laughing, looking my way to see if I was watching. But when she'd come back, she'd be all serious with me. Kind of adapted her mood to mine. Because I'm not much of a person to joke. Usually, usually we talked about prospecting. She seemed very interested in gold. The letter you said you wrote, Scotty, it was to her? Yes, uh... What I want to do is show my appreciation by giving her a little present. What did you tell her in that letter? Well, I wrote as elegant as you know how, but I didn't put in anything affectionate. I didn't want her to get the wrong idea. I said I was coming back and like to see her again. Give the date and suggested she phone if she had the time. That way, if I was a bother before and she just didn't want to tell me so... She can pretend she doesn't know I'm here. Boys, I... I want you to go back with me. It'll be my treat. I'd like to have her know I got friends, too. Will you come? The sheets are white, ain't they, Scotty? Oh, yes. You see, I wonder if I could prevail on you to... Not a tie on my neck. Sure, Scotty. Prevailing custom to wear them here. I'd like to be ready in case Miss Wedgwood should ask me to come right over. Uh, I'm not planning on it, of course, but she might. Hold still, Scotty. Hmm. Say, uh, when you was here before, Scotty, did you brag, uh, maybe just a little bit about how much gold a prospector finds? Well, I expect I did. More to give me a bigger estimate of myself, though, than to put on for her. Let me pull this tight now. Real handy at neckties, isn't she? There. How's that? Look in the mirror. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's an awful weather-beaten fella I see in there. 
she's like the picture. Say, what are you talking about? You look great. I don't know what made me so brash as to think of coming back. It, it was like something eating at me, the longing to come here again. And partly the earrings. If I can see her wearing them, I'll be satisfied. What earrings, Scotty? A present I'm going to give to her. To sort of express my appreciation for her company. Pretty good earrings, are they? They're fine. Handsome. There's something she wants, too. I, every night when I was taking her to supper, she'd pull me over to the jewelry store window where they was on show and she'd admire them. Gave little sighs and, and screams. Uh, not hinting, just admiring. Uh-huh. Fact is, she used to ask me in a kind of breathless way if I ever in all my life knew anybody pretty enough to deserve such wonderful jewels. I... There's your call, Scotty. Uh-huh. Well, you better answer it. Well, I just can't. I've come all this way to find out if she... Boys, this is more happiness than any one man has a right to expect. Better answer it. Yeah. Wish I had. <coughs> Hello? Well, boy, what do you think? You know what I think. Scotty's got a hold of a gal smarter than he is. Yeah, and she's taking him for everything he's got. Yeah, I know, but we can't bust in on him, boy. Scotty'd never forgive us. But he thinks this gal's the real thing. Yeah, I know. But we can hang around outside, though. And we can see that Scotty isn't taking for anything more. He's out of his territory, and we out of ours. But we can still hold our own, and we're going to do it. Pretty. Made just for you. Thank you, Scotty. Lots better than he looked in the jewelry store, wouldn't you? But where will we have dinner tonight? How would you like me to show you a new place? I know one where the band is... I... I don't think I ought to take up your time. Why, Scotty, such a thing to say. Well, no, you, you've got so many acquaintances. Well, the idea. And here I've been counting the hours until you came. I'll bet you made another strike. That's what they call it when you find lots of gold, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, but I didn't... Scotty, do you know what I'm going to do? I'll cook dinner for you myself right here. Juanita, you... You do that? I should have realized you'd be tired after the fifth. Tell you what, you lie down on the couch and stretch right out. Oh, no. And I'll get a cold towel for your head. That'll make you feel better. I maybe we can go somewhere later in the evening. Well, yes, we could. I- I'd like to. One except... of these days when you come in on a trip, I'm going back with you. Oh, I'd love to see a gold mine. It must be wonderful to make money that way. Now, <laughs> let me put this on your head. <sighs> Thank you. Isn't that nice? That's fine. Makes a man feel like he's dreaming. The kind of dream he's always wanted. Never had. <laughs> well, no. I could have ordered the earring sent by mail, but, well, there was a gnawing to see you. I, I did the door latch open? Let me rub, rub your head some more, Scotty. Well, it sounded like somebody come in. Oh, you have such a wonderful deep tan. Well, I, I was sure. Yeah. That, oh, I, just what do you call this, I'd like to know? Why, Scotty, quick, he's my husband. He was supposed to be out Your husband? Another you got a husband? Fooling around with my wife, huh? Brother, this is how guys get killed. Now, Bill, don't do anything rash. If I cared one cent's worth about this two-timer dame, I'd kill you right where you are. I'm going to give you a chance. Ten thousand bucks and you can get out of here. Husband, you better... Do you hear what I said? 
No jury will convict me. Stand up or I'll let you have it. Well, I spent all my money getting here. There's just enough left. He's so lying, I... Bill. The guy's loaded. Look at these earrings. Do you think these monkeys have spent their last cent for earrings when they've been now, fighting honey, on the badger game right enough? Look out, Bill! Free him. Let's go on here. Let's get out of here. They got it. After him, you guys. Don't let him get away. Neither one of them. Get them both. I turned the husband over to the cops, Scotty. And this one gets the same treatment. But I brought her here first. Thought you might like to see her again. Now, that old coot, what does he know? They were working the old badger game. She picks up a guy, takes him for a ride to see if he's got real money. And if he has, she gets him to her apartment while the husband waits outside and comes in just at the right time. You can't prove that. You haven't got anything on us. I wonder if I could get the earrings back for you. Sure, Piker. Here, take them. Thanks. I don't want them for myself. I toss him out the window here. Let somebody else have them. Hey, those cost five hundred dollars. Was never handy enough to make anything pretty like those earrings myself. But sometimes after day on the desert, I sit outside my cabin alone and think how the gold I was digging was going to some artist who could make pretty things. I'd think of a picture I saw once when I was a boy. Gold, salt, and pepper set. Made a couple of hundred years ago by a fellow named Cellini. Oh, I tell you, it was beautiful. Like those earrings. When we first saw them in the store window, Juanita, I... Oh, well, it doesn't matter now. Only thing I'd hate to think of so many days of digging and of a fine artist working to make something pretty and then a bad woman having them for her own. Wouldn't seem right. Maybe they'll get picked up on the street by somebody who deserves them more. Okay, Juanita, come on. Uh, Foy, I'd rather you turned her loose instead of sending her to jail. What? What? Well, thanks, Scotty. I appreciate it very much if you would. Be a big favor. right by putting her in jail, too, Foy. Yeah, she's a menace. Sure. They only try their tricks on somebody else. Say, you'd better not say anything to Scotty, though. Oh, no, of course not. Hey, boys, I'm about ready to go back to prospecting, I guess. Well, Scotty, I hope it won't be too long before we see you again. No, it won't be. Oh, uh, I think maybe I owe you an explanation. The reason I asked you to turn her loose wasn't because I'm soft-hearted. Just that I... I learned something from her. She was pretending, but I thought it was real. And I'll take real comfort in thinking back and feeling again the wonder it is when a woman takes pains to make a man comfortable. Seems like she deserves some consideration for giving me that much to dream about. Well, time to put the pack on my burrow time for you to be riding along. Life wasn't easy in the early days. Then a man had to fight outlaws, Indians, and claim jumpers, and the elements in his struggle to carve a home from the wilderness. History is rich in the many stories of the heroic women who helped to bring the spirit of homemaking to the lawless West. 
The development of the great cattle country would have taken a lot longer if it hadn't been for the women who stood staunchly by the side of their men, who endured hardships to build homes and raise children. That tradition has been handed down to the women of today, too. It's still the woman's task to be the home builder, to see that her family has the proper care and plenty of good food. And that includes plenty of Weber's bread, because Weber's bread is good food. With its firm, even texture, golden brown crust, and appetizing flavor, Weber's bread adds plenty of extra enjoyment to every meal. Remember, for good bread, insist upon Weber's bread in the familiar blue gingham wrapper. Our final song each week is one you help us choose. Music which pictures the West and its tradition of glory, decency, and beauty. This week we've agreed on one of the prettiest numbers of all, Rainbow's End. I've traveled this whole world over, and now I'm going down to the Rainbow's End. From twilight till dawn, trudging on and on, till I come to the Rainbow's you'll be with us when we come drifting along next week. Before we go, we'd like to thank Fred Howard and Monty Margetts for their good work in helping us tell our story today. This is Foy Willing speaking for Al Sloy, Johnny Paul, Scotty Harrell, the writers of the Purple Stage saying so long and good luck to all of you. From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star Western theater. A V.M. Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. The script was by Ray Wilson, direction by Tom Hargis. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking. All-Star Western Theater came to you from Columbia Square. This is Columbia Square. This is